Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Stop and stop it. All right, welcome to another episode of Small Doses, uh, potent truths for everyday use. You know, today's guest, uh, I really, when, when the thought of this theme for this episode came to me, I was very proud of myself, uh, Ms. Whitley, because I was like, no, I was like, we actually personify that in like a very literal way by, by nature of how we met. So you all, we have the pleasure of being joined by uh, comedian, actress, mother, uh, radio host, You've, I mean, multi-hyphen extraordinaire, which is a key component a longevity, in my opinion, Miss Kim Whitley. Yes. What's going on? How are you? What's happening? Excite- we do. We do uh, absolutely mm-hmm. know each other. I don't know if people uh, understand that or know that. I always feel the need to inform people. I always feel the need to inform them that, like, I met Kim Whitley on the set of My Brother and Me in '94 when I was 12, and. We, uh, you know, that show really did start like the black family kids revolution that like that happened at the same time as all that. And then right after that was Keenan and Kel and uh, Proud Family and what else? Um, Gullah Gullah Island, et cetera, et cetera. But Kim, the reason why I want to talk to you about side effects of longevity is because I've been knowing you since you were a working actress and I was still 12 and we are still here. And that's not something that I think is one easy to do. And I think it's also something that I think a lot of people maybe aspire to do, but don't necessarily know like what the true efforts and sacrifices and, you know, pivots and shifts and, and changes are that go through that, 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 that come along with that. Because I think sometimes people think, oh, you just, you locked in and it was coasting. And it's like, mm. so, okay, here's my first question. When you started out, how did mm-hmm. you start out? Like, did you start out with the mindset, I'm going to be an actress? Did you start out with the mindset, I'm doing stand-up? Like, how did you start out? I started out with the mindset, I'm going to be an actress. That was it. Uh, However, a fool, uh, I got to make people laugh. Um, I didn't start off like, ooh, I want to go into drama. Never. I started out with, how can I make people laugh? That's all I wanted to do. Whether it it. was sketch, acting, uh, stand-up came a little later. Okay. So when you started out, how did you get into the mix of things? Because I know I'm asked all the time, how can I get into acting? How? And everybody's route is different. So I feel like oh. I never really have an answer. Oh, I love that. Everyone's route is different. But I think the the main route is the desire to mm. do it. Because when you have the desire to do something, you will find a way. <laughs> and, it, and if you don't have a desire, you need to go do something else. Right. Because this is not easy. 
You will ask questions you will figure out. And the most important thing also is networking. You ask other actors, you know, ones that are at your level, because when you get mm. to a certain level and actors ask you, you can't remember that stuff. And things have changed because you might have started 20 years ago. Yes. I can't t- yeah. Oh, go get the drama log, the backstage. <laughs> People don't know what backstage is. No, they don't know those papers. They were papers, magazines. No one knows that. So like you said, everyone's entrance into the business is different, but the same. You've got to research what is the thing other actors are doing at my level, at my beginning level. What are they doing? How do they get an agent? Where do they go? What classes? And the best thing is to get into classes where other actors Mm. are beginning because that's your network. That's how you start. They're going to start saying, did you hear about this audition? Oh, you know how you can find out this. They start sharing information and that's how you begin. When I moved to LA and I was doing auditions, I would always be like, oh, I'm never going to book this, but you know who would be good for this? And then I would like hit them up and be like, I don't know if your agent put you up for this, but you should go in for this. I am. No one does that. Yeah, but you know, my like Sherry <laughs> Shepard would do that for me. You know, um, Yvette Nicole Brown. I do have girlfriends that will call you and say, "Hey, did you go up for this?" And that is unusual because everyone is afraid you go and get the role. But what is for What's you for is you for you. Is for- oh, listen, girl trip. I was like, listen, I went in the audition. I was like, I know I'm not gonna book this. This is Tiffany Haddish's role. Um, when I read the script. I read, I'm reading the script. I was like, why? This is Tiffany's role. I was like, oh, wow. it's Tiffany. I read the script and was like, this, this is for Tiffany Haddish. And I was like, are you going in for this? She was like, yes. I was like, good, because this is your role. This is your wow. role. I was like, I'm going to do the audition just so I can meet Malcolm and everybody. But this is your role. And I went in the Look audition. And I was like, let's not, let's not pretend, guys. <laughs> Let's not waste anybody's time. I'm really having, I'm really doing this audition so we can have a conversation about the other shit I need to be doing with you. Right. I love that. (laughs) And me and Malcolm Lee, me and Malcolm Lee have been buddies ever since. And like, we haven't worked together yet, but I know that when the time is right, it's going to be like. It's going to be easy. That is so true. I haven't worked with Malcolm either. And I've been knowing him for years, for years. But when it is right, it will be right. And I feel like there's just, um, I feel like that, even though I hear what you're saying, it's like a lot of people don't do that. I feel like part of the reason why I've been able to stay in this game so long is like doing stuff like that keeps me sane. I feel like every time that I have kind of like changed maybe the way I would do something mm-hmm. naturally, like instinctively, or just kind of gone the route that other folks have gone in this business, mm-hmm. like I start to feel like I'm being pulled like away from me. And that I'm being pulled. And I don't think this is like a noble business. <laughs> like I don't think it's like an honor, like an honorable, noble space to let it like lead me away from like my my natural instincts. Oh. And so I feel like there's there's a groundedness that has to happen in order to retain longevity. And I wonder for you, like, what was that? What has that been? Okay, the question is, because I'm going to be What's honest. What's kept you grounded? This is, this is why I couldn't focus on the question. Why? Is that... Is that a kid's turkey picture behind you on your shoulders? What the heck? Is that something you made when you were 10? I need to know what. You're going to have to move that. Is that a hand turkey? <laughs> yes. Oh These are hand turkeys. <laughs> okay. So I, in the new year, 
I want to do. Oh, Jesus. Okay, listen. In the new You're messing year, up my makeup. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? What in the world? So in the new year, I really want to like do more on YouTube because I don't like I love creating, but like the process of TV is so long that waiting for that feels like I'm not doing my own thing. And so I've always looked at YouTube like, oh, that's for the kids. Like that's that's just for like people who want to be influencers. And I had a number of black women, particularly in this last year, be like, why aren't you on YouTube? You could be making money and you could be making like the stuff you want. And it's not in the way of you doing stuff in in the Hollywood space. So like, why, why would you not be doing that? So then I was like, okay, 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 fine. So then I started thinking about like different ideas. And so we did a, a little pilot, if you will, of an idea of a show where I do arts and crafts with people while we, while, while I interview them. And so <laughs> we did a hand turkey. <laughs> I love that. But here's the thing. It's like, it's a, it's kind of a bit too much of a lift to do on a regular basis because you got to come up with the crafts and then you got to get the supplies. And like, so it's something that I have in my craw for the future, but we oh, simplified no. it. We simplified yes. it now. We're going to just color. You got to get, okay, color is fine. But if you got you one of those producers who loves, to, like from HDTV or these little craft producers, you won't <laughs> have to think of anything. You know how you got friends who love doing that stuff? They yes. will come up with the stuff like that, put your stuff in a box, deliver it to the celebrity's house, and y'all go at it. Boom. Done. I'm telling Listen, you, it's a great idea. I, you got to do it. You got to do it. Coloring is fine. <laughs> you got to do it. Because I, 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 I want to do it with you. Same. <laughs> Arts, crafts, and laughs. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I pulled, see, okay. This is how quickly things get. This is, But this is how quickly, like... Things get, in my career, I really feel like my longevity, Kim, has been because I've received shit from people. You tell me that, I'm going to receive it. And like, I will I think that. about it. I will, you know, and then you decide, like, am I going to move on that or what? But like, I don't just, um, I feel like a lot of folks, they're like, they have their blinders on and you miss so much, you know, you miss yes. so much. Like, and let me tell y'all. You can get bad advice from good people and you can get good advice from bad people. <laughs> you better say that. That is so true. I'm sorry to took you out. So longevity. I asked first, you what kept you, what's kept you grounded? Well, first of all, I want everyone to know how long I've known you. I have known you since you were 11, 12, 9, I don't know. 12. Mm-hmm. 12 years old. We worked together. I don't know. It was all that. My brother and me, we were all on the same, yes. the same, my brother and me. And so... When I saw, you know, your success at uh, an older age than 12, I was like, oh, my God, there she is. You know, you're just like, oh, I was like, because we forget. You were like, yeah, Kim, everyone grew up. I was like, (laughs) it did happen. It did. Kenan and Kale, they were right next to us in the other studio. So I've known you for a very long time. So we say longevity that we both you have longevity because you were 12. Uh, I didn't even start at that age. So uh, everyone's journey is different. But staying in this game is, it's not easy. As David Arnold would say, it's not for the weak. Um, I didn't know that I was going to have longevity. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, a lot of it is I enjoy what I do. I have fun along Mm -hmm. the way, whether it is doing uh, 
your podcast or doing the arts and crafts uh, YouTube thing or, um, you know, going and doing a show. First of all, what are you looking at out the window? That's a problem. A, a squirrel See, this running, is... running up my office this... window with a candy bar in its mouth. No, not a candy bar. Not with a candy bar. With the wrapper on. See, and this is... This is called longevity, everybody. <laughs> Foolishness. <laughs> With the whole wrapper on it. Is that a concerna bar? It's going to be so disappointed you, when they realize. You need to get, get it back from him. Because what if he can't eat chocolate like dogs? I need, look at, if you could see your face, you look because like you were tw- <laughs> I look 12. Like I'm 12. You're back to, yep, back to 12. Well, you know, I, I love animals. I'm going on safari. Um, I saw that. You know, I pulled her and I was mad. And I was like, oh, I should have been closer to Amanda. I can't believe really <laughs> I didn't know about this. And I've been closer to her. And talking to her, I'd be going to Kenya. <laughs> I so, don't know what to expect. I, I don't know what to expect. But oh, did it, so see, this, 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 I'm sorry, okay. the distractions. We got hand turkeys. We got <laughs> squirrels with candy bars. We got safari. There's so much to talk about. But Kim, I just like, it was the same for me, like when I grew up and I was like, yo, Kim is like still in it, like in the thick, like, you know, listen, people have peaks and valleys, you know, they have their winning seasons. But I just think for you, it's not just longevity, it's consistency. You know, you have every time I see you, you're the same person. So whether I would see you at Essence or see you at Tom Joyner, um, you know, you're the same person. And I really feel like that's part of the reason why. You've had longevity. I will. I will agree. Um, like people tell, like you, people fuck they, with you. They. That is the truth. I have heard that, and I tell people it's ninety percent personality and ten percent talent. Um, Baby. <laughs> yeah, I like I said, I have fun, and I'm a people lover. Like I, I love to hear people's stories. I think that's I'm nosy, mm. and. And I enjoy people like I remember one time, I wish I could find this lady. I was in the DMV line and this woman had a fascinating story. She was talking behind me. I finally just turned around and started asking questions. I was like, for real? Did he choke you? <laughs> and what happened? I was just <laughs> But her story was crazy to me. But um, bringing light to a dark place that this world has turned to um, mm. because mm-hmm. we don't know what everyone is going through. And uh, so I try to be a light to every person I meet. And I will say that in you forget how old you are and you forget that you've been through these, you know, like if next Friday was my first movie, I feel like that was a few years ago. That was, what, 20 years, 25 years ago. <laughs> they spinning, but, they spinning, they spinning. Yeah, I feel like the same person. And um, consistency has been a godsend. Um, that you in this business, when we were talking about longevity, you have to reinvent yourself. Bingo. You, there it is. There it is. You cannot be the same person you were. If you came here in uh, my 98, I can't be the same person now, 2022, 23. I have to be someone different. I either, I need to be smarter, maybe funnier or uh, use my life experience. Uh, well, that was the else. that was the reality show, right? Like yes. making that decision to do that. Yes, absolutely. 
what is next. Uh, the reality show was at a time I wasn't working on a regular kind of TV show, but the opportunity presented itself and everything was, reality was hot. Yeah. Excuse me. So I was like, let's do it. And um, that, that was next for me. What's up, y'all? It's your cousin says. Y'all know you haven't heard from me in a long time, but I just had to come and talk to y'all because, ladies, y'all, it's time for the New Year's resolutions, all right? Now, for some of y'all, it could be very difficult to keep your New Year's resolution, but this year, I'm making it easy for y'all because your New Year's resolution is finally to stop wearing uncomfortable shapewear. Yes, some of y'all is squeezing in these little shapewells, and I'm just looking at y'all like, why are you doing all of that to yourself? Like, for whom? For why? For what? So, support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Now, see, Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to wear, like, suffocating clothes like you in some corset, like, in the 1700s, 1600s, or something like that. Like, get out of here. You'll immediately feel the difference and see the difference, because for a limited time only... You get Honey Love on sale, okay? Don't think it's going never tell you nothing. You get 20% off your entire order with the code DOSES, honeylove.com. Support your show, support this show, and check them out at honeylove.com. Now, I would sing, like, the song Honey Love, but I don't like that man, Robert Kelly, so we're not going to say that, but we are going to say use the code DOSES. Now, see, this is the thing. When I was... um. Going out on a time, you know, I'm still getting used to like being back out because being back outside is still kind of new to me. And I was like, let me show these people that I've been really keeping it together while I was inside. And so Honey Love helped me haul it together. And I don't see nothing wrong with that because when we talking about Shapewell, they are the best selling superpower in the world. Like they got the superpower short. It's the go-to. It's like a targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas that you want more support and areas once you want less support. Plus, you don't got to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shape well because they got flexible boning that's hidden in the side scenes. Plus, okay, you be needing like full assistance, all right, like to take off these shape wells, and it is a struggle. Well, the superpower short has a 100% cotton gusset, so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening in the pennant area for super easy bedroom. Yes, they have thought of everything. Ladies, honey, love is just as easy to put on as it is to take off because it should not be that hard. So treat yourself to the best shape well on the market and save 20% off at Honey Love with the code DOSES. Use code DOSES at honeylove.com. Cinch, snatch, and lift it. It's hot girl season. Thanks for Honey Love. Are you a super sleuth? Well, there's few things as captivating as unraveling a family mystery, and I know that you guys like doing it, so I'm going to tell you all about it, especially one with as many twists as June's journey. Play as June Parker and investigate beautifully detailed scenes set in the decadent 20s to solve her sister's murder. Hi, honey, what are you doing there, lassie? With a mystery that runs this deep, you'll keep coming back to explore new scenes, knowing the next clue is always in reach. Gotcha! Now, whether you're a Greenhorn detective or Sherlock is your middle name, new investigations await. Travel back in time to the Roaring Twenties and even trek across the globe to follow your next lead. It's like you're living in like a whole other fantasy world. You know, it's like something's like they want to do all this crime drama and everybody wants to figure something out. But like now they've added another layer to it so you can figure it out while you're wearing your best flapper dress. See, June's Journey has tons of fun and unique features to keep you entertained. You can build your own very island estate. You can collect scraps of information to fill the photo album, chat and play with or against 
other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in Detective League to put your skills to the test. Don't you love it? Well, I do. And that's why I play June's Journey, because I like to be in the know and I can figure things out. I like to see, okay, they're going to really trick me. Not this time. I'm on planes all the time. And what do I do? I play my June's Journey. It's like I'm journeying and then I'm playing June's Journey in. Isn't it? (laughs) Well, pick up where you left off to uncover the new secrets or start your investigation today and download June's Journey. Available on Android and iOS mobile services as well as on PC through Facebook Games. You weren't afraid to put your family on TV? I was going to say that was my next statement, but I didn't know where you were going to go with it. So it it took some prayer and it also took what you have to do when you do reality. You have to sit and think, this is now. What is this going to look like in five years? Mm-hmm. And who is it going to affect Mm-hmm. That was the most important thing in 10 years because what we do stays forever. So having a young child and deciding mm-hmm. what to do in this moment and what to say, how will it affect? And that's when you sit down with your producers. And since it was Oprah Winfrey, I knew because there were other um, networks that came after the show and wanted the show. But I knew that OWN would take care of me. I knew that that I could mm. trust them. That was the thing. I knew they weren't going to put out anything crazy. And that as my son got older, he would not feel some kind of way, which is right. now. He's 11 years old and he watches it. He goes on YouTube and watches Raising Whitley over and over. What? And I'm like, yes. And you didn't, you know, I thought about it, but I didn't think about it. <laughs> in the theme song, it says something like, I bought a baby. I remember that was his first question. He was Ooh. like, mommy, you, you bought a baby? I was like, ooh. No, I didn't really buy it. Yeah. So, wait, 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 wait. How did you? <laughs> I thought about it, but I ain't think about it. How did you break? Because he's, but he's, is he adopted? He's adopted. Right. But it's not like, right. So that's why you're like, it's not like I bought. But right. I... <laughs> I was like, I didn't buy you. So that whole but thing. But I acquired you. <laughs> I acquired. But which is really Interesting because this this new show I have on Audible, uh, the Kim, uh, yep. K-Y-M on Audible, is the same. We are following a fictitious kind of life, but it is dealing with um, adoption or not, you know, someone dropping off a kid and, and loosely based on me. So at one point, Joshua will hear this. So I had right. to trust Audible to mm-hmm. make sure that we and lean away that we're telling a story that it's fictional that Joshua one day will listen to and say, Mom, I didn't, I was like, that's not yeah, your yeah, story. Yeah. It's fiction. You know, because right. it, it, wait a minute, in the Kim Audible, we might have bought a baby because that's, <laughs> that, sh- that show is crazy. It is <laughs> off the chain. <laughs> we might have bought a baby. <laughs> we might have bought a baby. The uh, writing was crazy. Uh huh. Did you enjoy the process of recording? Because it's very different. I, I I just went through it for tell with like people, a home. Tell them. I, well, I just did the. I did a Hallmark Audible. Uh, me and Melinda Williams called Mahogany Sunset, and 
I think in your mind you're like, yeah, we just gonna go, we just gonna record. You know, it's just it, 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 it should be it should be no problem. But what you don't realize is that okay, yeah, you don't have to have fittings, you don't have to get makeup done, yeah, you don't have to go through lighting, but you're gonna be talking, talk, say all it. day, <laughs> and you better be acting and talking. It's that not was the next just, part. You better yeah. be acting. So you reading the lines, but then you better be acting the lines. <laughs> and like, no. that's not as natural yes. as you think it is when you don't Please have the lights and the makeup and the fitting and the yes. other person. Like say those it. things actually create the space for you to be like, oh, I have to read the sign like this. Yes. But when it's just you and you wearing a little baseball cap and you in a studio with, a, with, a, with the thing in front of you and you got to make this work. Like, it's a different level of skill. People, I'm so glad. You're the first person that really agrees with me. Oh, 100%. That when you are voice acting, it is a different kind of skill set. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Easy. It's not easy. No. You're not even looking at the person who you're speaking to. You're, this is what you're doing. You're doing this. You're like, you better, you better stop going in that house, boy. I told you. You're and not. listen, some might be like, well, why don't y'all learn the lines? Because Ooh. there's so many lines. Ooh. Like, and you don't have time. The beauty of record, a recording is that they know we can get this done in like two weeks. So you're going to be recording yes. from nine to one. And you're going to have a lunch. And then you're yes, going to record from yes. one to four. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not expecting you to know the lines because they no. already know their how how much volume. But baby, I'm with you. Who ever said no. that? they lying? They no, lying. T- even Sherry Shepard, she plays my best friend on the Audible series. Sherry said, I, I was listening to my voice. I sound so monotone. And I thought, I was like, Sherry, you were <laughs> so good. It's playing Myra. That I said, I said, I got to get like you. I felt like my voice didn't have any levels. But, but the truth is. You have to go is, over. You have to like, you, everything you think is regular is below the line. So whatever you think is a lot is actually just enough. Yes. And that, I think that's why you have, thank God, Alina Waithe was there and, and Mark Brown when you have a director. Because sometimes you don't hear it and you think you're doing it. And Alina would push that little button. Uh, Kim, just just say the line and hit the word at. I was like, okay, all right, I got it. <laughs> Listen, I, when I tell you it was a new, it was a new experience, and and you know what, the beauty of longevity though is being able to even be present for these new experiences, right? Because this is a new field. I know that they've probably had stuff like this, but I would say, and you correct me if if I'm wrong. Only now does it seem like it's way more prevalent. Like these audible scripted shows. Like oh, I don't. No, this is a this is a new way of watching television and movies. This is mm-hmm. you know I like to call it uh, the Kim Audible. I always tell people it is a sitcom for your ears. That yeah. because this is a new and what I have found is when I'm listening to these audibles that it's a different part of your brain and it's an, and it's an enjoyment that you don't get when watching a show. It, it, whatever that is, your brain clicks 
Because now you are listening and visualizing. You're creating the, Yes, your own uh, world. You're creating yeah, yeah, the world yeah, yeah. that you hear. It is, it's fascinating how the brain works. And it's, it was actually delicious. So I'm telling everybody, go to Audible and get the Kim podcast. Thank you K-Y-M. very much. K-Y-M. Uh, yeah, I say, wait, wait, not Kim, the Kim Audible original, K-Y-M. And when I tell you I did not, um, Amanda, I, I, I didn't expect, and I'm not going to say that the success of this Audible original, you know, because, you know, it's something new. It's a new area. Yeah. You know, and when I tell you it started trending, and then now I, uh, Variety just made it. It was the top 10 podcast. Congrats. I was like, <laughs> they named it. People are like, when's the second season? Oh, and, that's awesome. you know, the people that came on, I know uh, we've been working on this for a long time when me and Lena got together. And, you know, between her friends, my friends, uh, you know, we had Cynthia Revo, Jennifer Lewis. Of course, the late, great David Arnold came on. Rest in um, peace. Yes, rest in peace. We had so many, of course, I said Sherry, but the people that really came in, and did their voices and their talent, it made for a world that you want to hear, you want to see. Right. And it was just, it was just delicious. It, it is delicious. So I really urge people to go uh, to Audible and uh, download that uh, Kim podcast because I hope we're going to be working on a second season. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> what do you feel like... Um... Do you remember like any sets that you feel like made you say, oh, this is why I do this? Like, do you remember any projects or any spaces? Because sometimes it's not even the project. It's like the space, right? Like I've done projects where like the actual project itself was corny, but the 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 people were fun. You understand? Or like the situation was fun or vice versa. But where, like, what are some projects or some um what are some projects or some situations that you feel like have kept you in the game? Wow. That's a, it's really a right on time question because there have been some sets that ugh, have Girl. been just right. Girl. You're like, I'm <laughs> struggling through this. But, You're like, we're acting. Why is this so hard? Right. Why is this so hard? <laughs> But I know, you know, of course, my first movie next Friday was fun. So you're like, oh, this is great. Then you get things. And you're like, this is not fun, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cur- Curb Your Enthusiasm was ah! so much fun with Larry David. Yes. Because it's improv. That was fun. Um, then. So uh, can you tell me a little bit about that? Like when you say it's improv, mm-hmm. how much do they give you? You know what they give you? A packet. They give you something that's about, it's like this. It's like a little, like a little. Brochure. Brochure, like piece of paper, but it's in a little pack. That's the whole script, whatever. And it's a paragraph. Like, it'll say, uh, you and Larry are going to the ballpark. You're going to Dodger Stadium. He's going to pick you up in an alley. Uh, You're going to drive. You're going to find some tickets. You're going to say, not say, but you're going to do this. So they just give you, like, the plot points of the story. And end with, then they'll tell you, like, he'll say, and then end with, shut the F up or whatever the thing is. Let me tell you something. (laughs) <laughs> best experience of my life. I was like, for real, this is it? And I remember going into the audition. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I cut a fool. Larry was laughing. <laughs> Larry was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do that again. Wait a minute. So those are the things that make you go like, 
I love this. this yes. Is, this is fun. And then what's really amazing, and why I said you're right on time, I just finished a project Friday that oh. has been the most lovely <clears throat> experience of my career. Wow. And this nothing but a godsend because when I tell you everything lined up, uh, Allison Faust, who you know has been a writer for years, she got a show, Greenlit, um, called Act Your Age. And they called me uh, last minute. I was like, Kim, you got to be a part of this. And Yvette Nicole Brown and Tisha Campbell. Yeah, yeah they called yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they called me. It's like, Kim, you got to do this. I know they just gave it to you. I know because someone fell out and they're like, you got to do it. I was like, wait a minute. I only have an hour. They're like, you got to make a decision. They're going to start tomorrow. I was like, whoa. So I was like, I know this is going to be a horrible experience. But uh, I went on the set. You're working with two women that I respect, but also know. Yeah. And then Allison, of course, who's one of the funniest writers and fantastic. And, you know, the girls was like, do it for the black woman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do it for the for, sisters. That's what they was like doing. So we got on the set and the first week, you know, I was like, oh, God. The pilot, we had 16 episodes. The crew that Ken uh, put together when it comes from the top, when I say lovely, I look forward for the really one of the first times, except for maybe another couple of the shows, but I really look forward to going to work every Baby. day. Baby. And I was learning lines. Yeah, that's <laughs> I was that like, right this there. Is, I was learning lines. Listen, y'all don't understand. <laughs> and I tell that you, we right were there. two shows a week. And I was like, I can't do this. It's no. But is, the it a sing- is it multicam? Multicam. Okay. And we That's the only way you can get that done. No, no, right. I signed that contract so quick. I was like, wait, what? We doing what? And I was like, there's no way. But they made it so like, even the camera people, you know, they're rushing, trying. They're messing up. We're all messing up. We're laughing. And it, the atmosphere was like, oh. I wanted to go home with each crew member. I told them, I've never known my camera people. I've never known the boom operators. I know them by name. Yes. We laugh, we have fun, we have lunch together. And that's what I'm saying, why I want to be in this business. That made me, when your question, when I say, now this is a mm-hmm. dream come true, and it's called Act Your Age, and it's coming out on Bounce uh, like March 3rd. Um, but uh, Scripps and MGM came in and... It has been, I will say, one of the top, most fantastic experiences I've had in the business. Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane. The weather outside might be frightful, but Jenny Kane is here to make it delightful. Now, Jenny Kane is your go-to shopping destination for classic, comfortable, and California-inspired clothes. West Side, from the cashmere knit sweater you've been obsessed with to the incredible comfortable slippers you never want to take off. With elevated everyday basics and wardrobe essentials, getting dressed and keeping cozy is easier than before. When it comes to investing in a uniform that'll last, we choose Jenny Kane. So for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their entire order. Go to JennyKane.com and use the code DOSIS to get 15% off. I am in California. I love to be cozy, so I am a big fan of my Jenny Kane, and I really, really love my slippers because my house, I feel like this time of year is a bit chilly, and I don't like walking around barefoot, and the Jenny Kane slippers, once they went on, they never went off. You know, I just love, like, 
the coziness. I've been traveling a lot. So when I come home, cozy is what I want to be. And Jenny Kane is known for that, particularly their cashmere sweaters. Now, if you've had cashmere, then you already know. Against your skin, it's like, ooh, buttery soft. And they know how to do it buttery soft, but still be simple, stylish, cozy, and chic. Because Jenny Kane is the modern minimalistic style that makes you feel as good as you look. So find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code DOSES at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code DOSES. New year, same me, but new clothes with Jenny Kane. Now, I don't know if y'all know this, but our underarms aren't the only place we have body odor, which is why I am thankful for today's sponsor, Lume Whole Body Deodorant for Pits, Privates, and Beyond. Created by an OBGYN who saw too many women being overtreated with antibiotics they didn't need for external day-to-day odor. So what she discovered is that the vagine, yes, the vagina, is not to blame for odor below the belt. An external odor needed an external solution, so she created Lume. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and controls odor for 72 hours. There has never been a deodorant like Lume. I mean, I know I've never heard of one. And they are giving you a limited time discount of over 40% off their starter pack when you use the code DOSES at LumeDeodorant.com. Now, I will tell you that I had never like even... I did not know that there was even a need for this kind of deodorant, but it really is effective. Of course, I use it in the pits, but then I was like, you know what? Let me use it down below and see how it works. Now, I don't have odor down there, but I guess, you know, I still could smell nice and Lume makes it exactly that. Now, I absolutely love the Lume Starter Pack because it lets you build a custom bundle of their best-selling products and customize your scents. So it comes with a full-size deodorant, a cream deodorant tube, and two free products of your choice like acidified body wash or wipes. Plus, it's easy to use. The six go on just like regular deodorant and they work on private pots too. (laughs) Like, anywhere you shave or wax. For the cream in the tube, take a pea-sized amount and apply it to the desired areas just like a lotion. Why not try it? With over 150,000 five-star reviews, we're so confident you'll love Lume. You can get over 40% off your starter pack bundle with code DOSES at LumeDeodorant.com. That's code DOSES at Lume. That's L-U-M-E Deodorant.com to save big. Smell better naked with Lume. It sounds like What I like to say is when you have people in a show that understand that this is PR, not ER, like nobody going to (laughs) die in this process. We're all very lucky to get to do this as a job. Like this is our job. Like, and so when, when I I feel like when people make that a stressful space. It's like, that's mm-hmm. effort. You're like, cre- you're using your time to make this stressful. This is not to be stressful. And all, when I tell you, <laughs> all you need is one deep. I mean, that's not, let's exclude the audible experience because that's a different experience. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, that was fun. We just sitting there reading and right. eating and having a ball. Yep. But when you go on a set, it's different. That is a whole different thing. People, they mind, they divas, their the dressing room, the this and that. Yes. Or somebody doesn't like you, or somebody got an argument with somebody at craft service. It holding up the set. When I tell you, and every yeah. oh my, like 
Say it. It's crazy. Because it's a microcosm. Like you're like a little city. Like when you're on a crew for a show, it's like a little city. Everybody is there every day with long hours. So it's like not nobody doesn't have the sleep they're supposed to have. (laughs) Nobody doesn't have the food they're supposed to have. Nobody had the space they're supposed to have. So it's like everybody is operating from lack. And then you put everybody in a space. Then you got egos. Then you got rules. Then they got rules that you didn't even know. The rules. The rules. (laughs) The rules. Oh, wait, wait. Now add COVID on top of that. Throw it in. Come on. Throw it in. Let me tell you, when we were shooting the last season of Insecure, there Mm -hmm. was a scene and we had to like, we were at um, this like finale. We were at the, uh, uh, what was it? Like a class reunion, right? Okay. And so we're in like a group, a scene that has a lot of extras in it. We walk in and I'm I'm supposed to step away. And I was like, okay, so since I step away, can I just go home? And, <laughs> and that is me. Oh my gosh, you're me. <laughs> and Melina was like, Melina was our director for the episode. She was like, well, we may want to get oh, a cutaway. Melina. We may want to get a cutaway to you standing over there. And I was like, do we need the cutaway of me standing over there? Is it in the script? Like, can I go home? Please. Please. <laughs> Because I don't need to be here just to be here, Melina. And then Issa was like, I mean, we really don't need the cutaway. I was like, all right, y'all, have a good one. I go home. Guess what? They needed the cutaway. No. The lady I would have been standing next to tested positive for flipping COVID. Baby, had I been over there for a fucking cutaway, I would have had to be in quarantine for two weeks. We had this, and we actually had to shut down for two weeks. But I, Amanda, would have had to go through all the hoops and loops. So I know you you were like, see, y'all, I knew what I was doing. (laughs) Melina was like, yo, I can't even front you. You felt that. You called it. Like, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that. Melina, love her. But I love what you said. You said something about the top down. And it's like, you know, the culture of a set. Is so often, I mean, it is run by the top down. And like, you know, that's the energy that gets like disseminated amongst everybody there. And the reason why, if you're wondering like, what does this have to do with longevity? In this particular business, you know, this is our workplace. These are our workplaces. And so, you know, you're, and oftentimes when you're in the middle of a project, you're there more than you're home. You know, these 16 hour days are, it's regular, you know, so if those if that space mm-hmm. is eating you up, it's not going to keep you in the business, you know. And so you have to pivot. And I'm so Excuse curious. Jesus. Bless, bless you. I'm so curious when you said you reinvented yourself. Like, what are some ways? Like, can you can you remember like a moment where you were like, it's time. Like, I got to I got to pivot. Oh, yeah. I got to. Oh, yeah. Well, one time is well, there's a couple things. Um, uh, the last couple years, right uh, before COVID, I became a, a Weight Watchers ambassador. Uh, Weight Watchers approaches me. I was like, "Dang, I'm, I'm that big, y'all just have to come up to me." But I became a Weight Watchers ambassador, and I've lost over thirty pounds and kept it all. Congrats! Wow. Uh, thank you. Um, so that has been one way that people. Mm, I feel like better you had about never been in people- that space. Never been in that space. So even for this lead role that I'm playing on Actor Age, I'm you know I'm playing this this business woman in the lead. Not that I couldn't have played the other way, but they dress me differently. Okay. I, you know, okay. I, I, it's a whole different mindset. And 
Um, I remember I reinvented myself with David Arnold. We went on tour. He convinced me to go do stand-up to just get my set together on a tour Uh called He Said, She Said. I would never be where I am in stand-up, but I was like, you know what? I'm not doing nothing. Let me get better. And that's what you have to do. Let me build my stand-up so people could see me as a stand-up. And it was hard booking me for rooms because they didn't, they're like, you're an actress. We don't see you as a stand-up. Right, right, because right. I, I didn't have my set, you know, together. I called myself an improv stand-up because I, I hated doing a set. So I had to buckle down and say, oh, i got to say these same words again. So that's a, another way I had to rebuild myself. Um, losing weight. Watching what is popular now? I would watch commercials if I want to do commercial, if I want to do movies, watching what women are wearing and how their hair is going. Huh. So if it was yes, absolutely. If 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 the industry is in love with the natural hair, guess who gonna have natural hair? Kim Whitley. <laughs> you see, I got green now. <laughs> People want color? Uh, Kim, when they going to give you color? But you see, okay, so for those who are listening, though, I think I don't want I don't want you. I don't want you to misinterpret this as someone who is a chameleon, but more so it's like if you know who you are and you're solid and you are and who you are, then you can shape shift without yes. moving without like dis, uh, dismantling the core. Yes, that is absolutely true, because I am I am a student of the business. So mm. I am just watching the trends. Like you said, TikTok. Wait, no, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm step it up for you real quick. Go, step it up, step it up, step it up. Come on. You don't just know the business. You know the game. That's what it is. Poof. Oh, there it is. There it is. Need, need, need I say more, less, nothing. There it is. Because I, I didn't realize that I didn't want to play the game until I learned the game. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, you hate this. You should go do radio. And so I did. And so I am. Just don't say nothing else to me. (laughs) These bitches are trash. Let me go do my radio show. Yeah, that you got to. And now I am Tom Joyner's employee. So there you go. I cannot deal with you. (laughs) And that's, but the truth is that. But when you are secure, Mm, that word, you cannot do what you're doing and you can't walk out on faith unless you believe in yourself and know that you are going to be good because it is about happiness. I could sit there and say, oh, I'm going to keep doing these sitcoms and doing these TV shows and hating it. Mm -hmm. What kind of life is that? That's not a life. No. Like. You, you, you're doing what you do because it brings you joy. And when you do what brings you joy, you will make money. You will be successful. It's just what it is. If you keep at it, something that brings you joy every day, why do something that you're not happy at? That is just the thing for me. I can't. I don't I don't want people to do that. You have to do it maybe to to to, to survive provide and to yeah, provide. Yes. But let me tell you something. I remember a pimp told me years ago when I was okay. young. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got there. Here, All right. <laughs> here, yep, here we go. Because I didn't understand it because I was so young. And he told me, he said, You got to build a factory while you're on the job. No. Listen. Wilkes, honey. Yes. 
All right, Pimp Will. I, I call him Pimp, the Big Daddy. Child. He wasn't no real Pimp, but I call him, yeah. <laughs> While you on, I <laughs> yeah, would say, yeah. don't work harder for someone else than you will for yourself. Yeah. Uh, and, let me, and let me not say a real Pimp. I call him a Pimp for me because <laughs> when I tell you he was pimping the game, you better he was know pimping <laughs> the game. And this man's knowledge, he's a life coach now, and I see why. And I never understood that, that when he said building a factory while you on the job, and that's what I was doing. I was working as a teacher in Compton, but I was sending out pictures and resumes. There it is. And there it is. I'm building what I want to do. I had a man who I was dating and he would cry on weekends. Like he was just always so forlorn on weekends because he really mm -hmm. wanted to act. But he was in this like very cushy job with the YMCA as an executive. And on weekends, he was like, you know, Friday is the worst day for me because it means that I got to come back here on Monday. And I was just like, but can't you can't you like be acting on the weekends? <laughs> like, can't you be like in the pro in process on the weekends? Like, can't you the time that you're not at work? Because the beauty of a nine to five is it is a nine to five. And I was like, so those time that time is is solid. Can't can't you take classes? Like, I just feel like when you want something, you find a way, you know? And I felt like you just looking, you were, I feel like you want something to complain about more than you want actually something to be doing. What did I start <laughs> the conversation off with? The desire. Yeah. When the desire. you have the desire, you will find the way. It's simple. He you know what, I, you know what really, you know what really stands out to me too from this conversation is just that beyond your desire is fearlessness. And I guess, you know, like you said, that fearlessness for you comes from the faith of knowing I'm going to be good regardless. Like there's no real fails, you know, like a fail is when you know that the shit you about to do is some bullshit and you choose to do it anyway. That's anyway. a fail. <laughs> okay? yes, that is. Yeah, that's me. I've done that. <laughs> but like, those are the fails. When you when you just stumble into something, you try it and you give it your best and it don't go, that's not really a fail. That's just an F, you know, that's an experience and some are greater we, than others. Great. But we need these fails. You got to have a fail because you will not appreciate the success Ooh. if you don't have any fails. Got to fail. You got to have an audition that you have messed up on and laid on the floor and cried and be like, I, <laughs> no, I didn't. I messed it. Oh, I wanted that so bad. There's things in your life that will be snatched away from you yes. that you got to be like, ah, it's going to take a couple of days to get over it. Yeah. But for some, it wasn't like we talked about it wasn't meant for you. But we need those things to appreciate when we get something because, you know, entitled children and we got everything we wanted. You know what? What kind of human beings are we? Then we can't teach the next generation and people uh, how to to get over that. You know, how how do you get over a heartbreak? And that's in love. That's in, in this business that those are the things that you need to be able to tell someone that, hey, this is how I did it. Without that, you what you got to talk about? I don't care about you. So when you like, even like you say, you will be able to go to Kenya and you will be there, go on the safari, and then somebody will be talking, and you'll be like, oh no no, you got to go to Nairobi, honey. This is what, <laughs> honey. I saw this giraffe, and don't you please remember, take your shots. Don't take the foo foo shot, but take the three 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 seventeen shot. 
right. Because you have that experience. Well, I really appreciate you sharing your experience with us. And, and honestly, it really is just a true testament to the fact that it does get greater later. Right. I think some people, they really fear getting older, you know, they fear um, getting wiser and finer. And I just feel like I look at women like you and it just lets me know that it's, it, the journey is, is just, it's whatever you want it to be. Um, the journey is whatever you want it to be. I mean, who would have thought that you would have ended up being a Weight Watchers ambassador, right? And then it would be, it would, it would position you for a role that you didn't even know that you would have been the right, but like, you know, they may have called someone else if you hadn't been in this scenario. So you just mm-hmm. never know. But I love that. I love the fearlessness and I love the pivoting. And I love that um, you really are such a, a joyous light, Ms. Whitley. And we're so happy oh. that we could have you on Small Doses. And y'all need to go to Audible and get into Variety said it's one of the best podcasts of the year. So you don't want to be missing out on the, wait, what's the full title? The Kim. It's uh, Kim. Kim, <laughs> Kim Audible Original. K-Y-M. I had a, a billboard on Sunset, I want you to know. Uh, with my big favorite song. It's Kim Audible Original. Did you K-Y-M. take pictures in front of the uh, What? Because it's a time. Yes. That billboard oh. on Sunset, I listen. I don't. I know people are like, it's no big deal. And mm, it's no, a time. No, it was. Oh, wait a minute. I had hair, makeup, wardrobe, and went down there early Sunday with no traffic. Girls out there with a photographer. I was doing all kind of stuff. But I done blew up the picture about to get it framed. What you talking about? And listen, so, yeah. I was dating a dude, and we had like this whole argument, or whatever, and then we made up. And he was like, well, when can I see you? And I was like, let's meet halfway. And he was like, all right. I was like, meet me on the corner of Sunset and Crescent Heights. <laughs> and we met under my billboard. <laughs> you didn't do that. I absolutely did that. Oh, I absolutely did that. And we met right under my fucking billboard for I Be Knowing. And I was like, look. Like, that was you're gangster. Something else, Amanda. You're something else. That was gay. Damn, I wish I'd have thought about that. I should have talked to you a month ago. I'll be dang. This is the second time now that you realize you should be talking to me more. You'd be I know, I know. I'm telling you. You'd be you, meeting niggas on the billboards. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be texting you way more. Hey, girl, what you doing? Making sure I got to keep up with you. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. And, thank you, Kim. Uh, I just appreciate all the support. And I'm so proud of you, baby girl. So Thank proud you. of you. I'll be hitting you up to do some arts and crafts. So look out. Yes! <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.